Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for our gospel proclamation comes from Exodus chapter 14, verse 10, and verses 26 through 31. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. And as the Egyptians fled into it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen. All of the host of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea, not one of them remained. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord had used against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant, Moses. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Exodus text that I just finished reading for you serves as the basis of our Lent 1 midweek service theme, the Red Sea. It's a funny thing about reflexes. Sometimes they're just fully automatic, a part of your God-given bodily protection. Other times, your reactions are born of training or experience in life that shows you how to go about something you may have to do. It might be mindless repetition, or it might be practice or some forethought of things you might do in a situation. The doctor might tap your knee and make a jump. A tiny bug might fly too close to an eye and make you blink. You couldn't stop those things if you tried. And you shouldn't try, because these things are good to protect. You could also do something dumb, just because you always do. Sometimes I get in a car, and I'm supposed to go to the chiropractor. But two-thirds of that trip is exactly the same as coming to church from my house. But at a certain point, I'm supposed to turn. If I'm just thinking about something, I'll go to church anyway. Sure, you've been on automatic in the car and suddenly find yourself at home and wonder how it all happened. That's reflexes. Maybe good and maybe bad. Take them now to the shores of the Red Sea and what would you be thinking? Egypt in all its glorious power is there and all of it's coming against you in anger with one purpose and that is to destroy you. You are perhaps a million strong, but you have been slaves for a few centuries and have no notion of soldiering. And even if you were, you are essentially weaponless against an army of chariots and hardened soldiers, mighty men, as Exodus says. And they have been overpowering you forever. 
Are you afraid yet? Standing there in mortal peril? There's nowhere to go but swim, if you can. Reflexes turn to despair, and what does despair do then? Maybe if you are with Moses, you lift up your eyes to heaven and call out in fear and helplessness to the Lord of your life. Moses probably wasn't feeling great himself in that moment, but he was commanded in fear to stretch out his hand over the waters. And when he did, the seas opened up at the command of his Lord and God. In that day, the people walked across the great sea on dry land, but it wasn't quite over. There was a route for escape, but the Egyptians were unscathed by the sight of a mountain of water on either side of a dry path. They followed and gave them another reason to fear. But God did not let them overcome. He destroyed them with the same water that protected his people. Their reflexes told them to fear, but God overcame it all that day. The array of enemies and the threats is far different for you. But they're just as real and just as scary. For you, there is an army of sins. There is a long list of your own with its own list of consequences that never quite leave you. There are troubles that come from outside every day. Some will threaten you and others will injure you in body, mind, soul, or reputation. There are far too many specifics to name, but I can come up with a few that are standing in the wings. You can get sick, or some you love dearly. That will keep you up in the dark, hoping it will never happen. Then there could be car crashes, lost jobs, rip-offs, and scams come to mind. Criminals can get to you when you least expect it. Friends can get you even better. And that is always blind. In the dark, these things come to haunt you, whether they've happened or not. In all reality, they are devastating. You've had something like this come, so you know what I mean. And that doesn't count what you've done to yourself or someone you love. This stuff is scary. And sometimes you are so afraid, you don't have any idea what to do or what will happen. And when that day comes, your reflexes might help. And then again, they might make it worse. The truth is you are a slave to such fears. You can't keep them away and they control you far too much when they come. Your reflexes are unavoidable and unreliable because you will most likely not be able to trust that anyone can help. Even God may not stop harm or suffering or even death. And that's why we're afraid. It's good to know, however, that when it comes to God's saving efforts, to his almighty and effective power, to his goodness and grace toward you, your fears are no obstacle. Your reflexes don't get in the way. Doubt doesn't stop his work and sin cannot undo anything he inspires. God does what he does despite all those things and without fail. For Israel, 
He washed away their fear along with the great enslaving enemy that Egypt was. As Exodus reports, every one of them was taken away to the last man. There was no longer anything to fear in Egypt. That was far away from you. But it is exactly the same thing he does for you here and now. For you, here and now, the blood of the Savior washes over you to save. Here and now is the body of Christ divided to make the protective boundary. Much like the walls of water that surround his people in the midst of the sea, here and now you are walking free and blameless, separated from your sin by the gift of Christ's body broken on a cross for you. Still, the body of Christ torn apart for your salvation also destroys very much like the walls of water crashing down on Egypt, the enemy of his chosen people, Israel. Here and now, you are walking on the far side of the sea, separated from the bondage of your sin, which has been nailed to the cross of Christ for you. Likewise, all of your enemies have been rendered empty and useless to do you harm. In Christ, they have all been washed away in the returning flood that breaks all that causes your harm. These things will come. They will cause you fear and doubt from time to time. But they have been overcome already in the washing of the redeeming blood of your Savior. They have all been dashed to pieces on the rocky shore on which you stand today. Oh, Satan thrashes and sin rises up. And consequences beat on your shore. But Christ has borne them away in the waters of life that come from his own body. His blood washes you clean and takes your fears away. You're no longer bound to fear or doubt. You are free in Christ to walk on dry land. When you sin and call forth the bondage and slavery to sin, Christ has washed it away. You are fully and completely washed clean from all sin in the blood of Christ. That sin is no more. God even forgot about it, since it is no longer meaningful. When you have doubts in the face of sin and all of its might coming against you, ending ultimately in death, you are encouraged in the blood of Christ to see the great protection you are given from these things. Surrounded by the mighty power of your Lord, who loves you and gave you his son. The spirit of Christ that lives in you and takes your doubt away. When you are afraid, this same spirit stands before you with a great cloud of witnesses to assure you that you are never alone. You are not helpless or hopeless. But with a mighty hand, your God goes forth and makes a perfect rescue for you in the blood of Christ. Where you are going, there will be no fear, no doubt, no sin, and no death. That hope is Christ washing away all that can scare you until you are standing in the certainty of that hope. You are a child of God. You are clean by the cleansing flood that never touched you for harm, but by Christ, your mighty Savior, who destroyed your enemies in his blood, 
Christ died for you to bring your rescue. God will never abandon you to what comes against you, not even yourself. He has always loved you, even before you knew him, while you were still enemies yourself. And all that is in you that drags you away, fear, doubt, sin, and death is helpless to engage him. He is almighty to save. He has overcome in Christ. He has washed you clean. It isn't easy to hand over your trust when doubt and desire are in the way. Every night when many parents put their kids to bed, there is some resistance because they want to be awake to do one thing or another and they are enjoying what they want for themselves. Besides, it's dark and lonely in their rooms at night. They don't want to go to bed, even if they are exhausted. Indeed, more so when they are really tired, because they are less mindful of trust. This is so for all of us. When God says, come near to me, follow me where I am taking you, do what I desire for you, you can't see it or trust it easily. It's dark in life at various times and places. It's hard to do what is supposed to be good. It's hard to follow God into the sea, to set aside our fears in favor of our own desires and ideas. But you are not going into the dark and stormy sea. You go with Christ into Christ, conquering in Christ. Jesus broke himself on a cross to divide the sea. And you walk through life and time with that conqueror, that almighty one, keeping back your enemies and providing a way to eternity to the promised land. Fear not, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Amen.